Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Mate, it's not that hard. Just what do you mean? Can I have access, please? The Instagram page. I told you, I <laughs> forgotten the password. Wait, Dos is. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Dos, Dos has forgotten the Instagram password that he created. Well, no. So the way it, the way it works is I'm automatically logged in, so I don't have to log in anymore. And I'll say I've got like three different Instagram accounts. I've got mine, the Dos and D, and maybe another one. Well, that's good for you, isn't it? <laughs> and then I can just pick and choose which one I want to use. But I've. I've genuinely forgotten to log in. So I can't, I don't have access. Anyone that's messaged your page, and I had a look today at the DMs, and there actually are a few, so thank you to everybody. But yeah, it's the first I've seen of them. Well, yeah, uh, to put it uh, so to put it straight, all, all the responses you're getting, none of them are actually D, they're all DOS. So, so if they're spelling mistakes, that's probably why. what everyone wants anyway. But um, Ouch. Yeah, sorry, mate. What's today's topic on, mate? You know, today, by the looks of it, it's uh, it's it's a pretty big one. We're excited, aren't we? This is a good mate, one. we're always excited. Yeah, true. We're, we are it's, excited. It's seriously, it's how we start every episode. Ah, we're excited we today. We say excited, opportunity, and what about a lot? Yeah, what about? Yeah. But I can see what about this? The, gleam, the glimmer in your eye today. You're uh, very excited. Well, this one is is really, every single topic is close to my heart, but I I, I just love the idea of, of talking about this. Surrounding yourself with good people and building relationships. Yeah, well, we're big on this. We talk about this for a lot of areas. So this is a huge, huge topic. Could probably be over a few episodes. Oh, we could talk about this for hours. We could. So, um, over well, a couple of, couple of pints. A couple <laughs> of pints. Uh, you've had your coffee this morning. Yeah. Made by you this morning. Yeah. We didn't actually... No? Yeah, well, that was we, good. We didn't well head down to the local. We're uh, homemade. Milk frother. Pod machine. Uh, the pods are on special, mind you. So oh, that's, that explains um, it. You know... All those other times when you've come over and there hasn't been a pod, that's probably the reason. Oh, right, Not in okay. the budget. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. I get that. Well, all right. Well, What's today going to look like? What's today's going to look like? So we've got a few talking points as always. So we've got the dangers of being in the wrong crowd and some, some stories around that. Uh, why it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, connections who have helped us along the way. Tips for changing your social circle. That's what I'm really excited about because this is something I'm trying to implement more. So it's really fresh for mm. me. And uh, always finish with a couple of stories, try and lighten things up. But what about the quote today, mate? Finally, because... That's a good quote. Can I just, before we say the quote, in the past, there's actually an, an unaired episode of the Doss and D show, which will probably come out in future. And Doss was responsible for the quote that day. Do you mind me sharing this story? No, 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 go for it. And Doss said this wonderful <laughs> quote. And he said, said the name of the man that quoted. Now, the name of the man who quoted was Thomas Jefferson. Now, to our American listeners, I'm sure you know who that is. And to most Australians, Doss just started shitting on this bloke <laughs> simply because he had no, no idea. He had no idea who he was. He's like, I don't know who this bloke is. Probably meant nothing, blah, blah, blah. After a quick Google search, we realized he was the third president of the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, that Quite was influential. Oh, that, that was embarrassing. And something uh, I probably should have done a bit more research into, Daniel. I shouldn't have just Googled a, or D. I shouldn't have just Googled a quote, found the... Uh, well, I made this one up because we say it so often. I, I didn't it, make it up. I yeah, didn't, I, sorry, I, sorry. I yeah. didn't make it up, but I know it so well that I didn't find who said it first. Trademark Daniel Shuler when you Google this Actually, quote. Yeah, 2020. What is it then? 
Surrounding yourself with good... No, sorry. No, that's, that's not that's the a, quote, man. That's no, the that's title of the sorry, podcast. I read the wrong part. That isn't the new quote. Um, you are the average of the five people you are closest to. Yes. So how would you interpret that, Wade? Uh, D- Doss, sorry. <laughs> First name basis today. We're a bit, we're a bit serious. Uh, well, to put it simply, um, whoever you're hanging out with, whether it's friends, family, who are you spending the most time with? Those people you're spending the most time with, um, you are most like those five people based on what your discussions are with them, um, I guess the habits that are being implemented or, or others are, are doing. Um, you are who you surround yourself with. You, exactly. You're going to gravitate towards... Or Is it more... I, mate, I read a study once about this. It sounds a bit boring, but I read a study about this once and it literally said you are... You even Most of the time, you even weigh the average of the five people you're closest to. What? Like, yeah. Like, in most cases. Jeez. Like, you are literally the average of the five people you're most yeah wow a- align with oh wow oh wow. oh wow boy oh boy as ross geller once said oh wow <laughs> <laughs> all right well should we jump in why not mate so well this is um we're both people that love we're probably more extroverts aren't we we're people yes. that that enjoy human connection interacting absolutely meeting new people having conversations storytelling that's what we thrive off you know we Absolutely. love we love connecting with people so i guess what comes with that at times is the dangers of you know especially early days working just kind of making your way through life and building those connections i guess you start from school age um if you get caught up in the wrong crowd early it can really pay a price yeah well they talk about peer group pressure a lot mm. don't they when early days at school definitely um and i unfortunately um that happened to me you know i, I got I got stuck right. You were easily wrong. persuaded, weren't you? You were you, at school. You were a drifter. very gullible person. You were a drifter at school. Like you, you didn't just have your one group. No, it's just a positive. Yeah, I had a few. You groups. had like you can easily blend into five or six different yeah. groups. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that. But um, but you you boys brought the worst out of me. Just that's a that's a giggle. That's a giggle. Oh, okay, it's funny. Uh, I hope I hope, I hope I someone don't think laughed. Anyone got to laugh out of that? <laughs> um, but I guess. When you are starting off early and you're building those relationships, you try and do anything to impress other... Well, not impress other people, but you want to fit in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's when, I guess, the dangers of being in the wrong crowd comes about is you might actually do something that's probably not really in your, I guess, value, set of values as a person. Um, but I guess for you, what are the dangers of getting caught up in the wrong crowd? And that doesn't mean just school straight up. It's... You know, it's it's this is the way it is throughout life. You know, you're with if you're connecting, talking, speaking, interacting with probably people that don't quite match who you are. Yeah. You know, what are some of the dangers flirting with that? Well, similar to what you just said, I think you start replacing things in your life due to the influence around you. Like we all hear how people, when you're around certain groups, you talk a different language, even like you have your own kind of what's the word? Yeah, like, you've got your own lingo. Yeah, yeah lingo. Yeah. That's the best yeah. way to put it. So. Yeah, so you start replacing things and that's more of a sort of a lighthearted thing, but you put time in other areas. You drift away from sort of who you are. But if you're in a bad group, that's when you get surrounded by, you can be surrounded by like pessimism, kind of. Mm. And what, can, I, can I be honest? What does that word mean? So think about optimism. Yep. You know what optimism yeah. is? Pessimism is op- opposite. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's, look, glass half empty. Yeah, that. That's a, that's a great way to that's a great that's an easier way to put it. That's a dos way to put it. A yeah. dos way to put it. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, so yeah, it's. It, I lost my train of thought. So surrounding yourself with that, then 
you can become more of a negative person if that's what you're surrounded by. If yeah. that's if that's the language you're constantly hearing, it radiates off onto exactly. You. And then you yeah. start thinking that way. You look for the bad things rather than the good. Mm. Like when you're around positive people, we'll talk about this later. But that's that's one of the main differences. You start seeing things differently. You know, yeah, you get exactly a, a right. totally different outlook on everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you can also, and this is the thing: when you actually go to a higher level, you can actually get bogged down if people kind of try and, or if you get dragged down to that. Level, what, wait, 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 when you're on the, the... If you're going up, right? Let's yep. say this is now a positive spin. You've actually got to a higher place in your life. And then people that are kind of... I don't want to say below. Yeah, that no, sounds no. horrible. I don't yeah, mean... No. Hopefully people understand. I don't mean below you. I, it's not a good way to articulate but it. Different but, outlooks on life. Yeah, exactly. And then... They and that, and bring, that outlook is the opposite of what you probably... Well, Joe Richardson used to joke about this because he said that <laughs> I've brought him down to high school because he was a straight A student. And when he started hanging out with me, yeah. it, it brought his grades down. Oh, and come on, Poor Rich. Mama Richardson, Katie, who's a big fan of the show. So thank you, Katie. She'll love that shout oh, out. Oh, she will. She'll love that. Um, I ran into her uh, the other day. Did you? Yeah. Great great to see her. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so good to see you, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, used to, she used to be a bit stressed, I think, before she met me of who this kid was. I was bringing Joe's grades down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about you, mate? What are some of the negative things you've sort of... The biggest one for dangers? me, uh, and, and you know, I've experienced it personally, is when you've got that core, like you get brought up um, on a core, I guess, set of values. Yes. You know, your parents, um, th- they were the same. Their parents kind of taught them the ways. These are, you know, these are our values. Uh, yeah. You know, and... A lot of them were based around family and making good decisions and respecting people of all you know types, all walks of life. Um, being a happy and good person, you know, caring for others, um, doing the right thing, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I probably got brought up, um, and I don't want to say goody two shoes because it's actually, it's put me in good stead. But I was kind of a bit hesitant when it came to, I guess, doing things that broke out of that traditional value. Yeah, I get that. Um, so I was similar as well. Yeah, and <laughs> it links to the last podcast, but it would probably it probably caused a lot of anxiety for yeah. me. Like, you know, you're hanging out with the wrong group of guys and um, or guys or girls in that matter. And girls often <laughs> <laughs> can bring out the worst. And and you they they might be doing something that you know might not be right for you. Yeah. And and then you worry about doing it. And yeah. And then you maybe do it or you don't, but you know you're stressing about it. Should I do it? Should I not? So for me, going against um, the dangers of I guess hanging around with the wrong people, and the effect it can really have on you is long term. It can really drift you away from who you really want to who who you really think you are and who you believe you are as a person. I agree. like I think the things that's ingrained into us really growing up. That sticks with you forever. Yeah. And I think the things that you're taught are, are right and wrong. Even if you start to disagree with that as you grow up, it mm. always is sort of in the back of your mind. What well, is for me? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know Definitely. if you relate. I, and on that as well, like I go to the word reputation and even legacy. Like as soon as you drift away from, you know, those core values of yours, um, a lot of that time, well, we're discussing it now. It's about relationships with other yeah. people. By you making a decision that's, I guess, against your moral code, yep. you're actually damaging that trademark. You're damaging that legacy that you know you want yeah. long term. That makes you're sense. You're damaging it. Like, yeah, absolutely. And, and like, you can come out of it. Everyone makes mistakes. I shouldn't say that you shouldn't make mistakes, but um, that's what 
being surrounded by people that probably don't bring the best out of you can do. Exactly. And, and this is, hopefully people can see it's not just about, because it sounds like we're almost talking like in a very school kind of sense, but yeah. this goes even with the people you text. This, this in the podcast you listen to and the Definitely. content you consume, the videos you Everything. watch, you can become like somebody you just, if you watch it, say a stand-up comedian every single day, you can actually start, you start the acting. Mannerisms, like a, the acting. Think yeah. about footy, mate. Like, your favorite players growing up, everyone tries to emulate them. That's same so with cricket true. players yep. or anything like that. You even start walking like yeah. him. Mate, I used Wearing to the same try clothes. walk like Paddy Dangerfield. Yeah. Like that's how you like. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You really can get influenced by this. Definitely. So it's not just one of those, you know, physically being around people. It's also what you're surrounding what, yourself what you're with. Consuming. The content consuming. Yep. Exactly right. So yeah, that's a big one. And and I've actually found that myself. You know, when not when you get down in a bit of like a a mental. Not a mental breakdown, but just you're probably not where you know you could be. You yeah. might be feeling a bit flat. Um, there's a bit going on. You might be a bit anxious. You're not feeling quite yourself. Um, it's amazing if you have a look at what the content you consume, even the news, mate. Like, 100%. Like, I, I'm someone who doesn't watch the news because of that reason. Because yeah, I'm like, you get bogged at down. the end of the day, that's the time when you want to relax. It's the time when you want to let go of the day and yeah. just enjoy the night and, I guess... Uh, have a bit of peace of mind and when you chuck on the news like i'm all for you know keeping up to date with what's going on but 99 percent of it's you know made to make you worry exactly but uh, it even relates to music think about music how you start your day and even like if you're listening to music on a commute to work or anything like that you can get to the destination feeling on top of the world or you can get there feeling sorry for yourself if you're relating to the music because it's Mm. sad and you're going through it or whatever it is and I don't want to keep drifting, but I'll quickly relate. I've got a, like a quick story on no, that. Go for it. So for me, I have songs that really remind me of my dad. Yep. And I love listening to them because like, you know, it feels like you're connecting with my dad. Yeah, for sure. You know, with dad passing away a few years ago, you you know, you're having those are really important because they f- it feels like he's, you know, with you and alive in a sense. And, but they don't make you, f- sometimes you, you probably finish that car ride after listening to a few of those songs. And, you know, probably let out a few tears and you're probably not feeling the best. Yeah, that makes so sense. So being able to actually, like what you said, the m- music makes a huge difference in it. So for me, like, if if a song that, I guess, connected with that on the radio, if it came on the radio, I, I would actually, if, if I'm going somewhere where I know I have to be on my, you know, I need to be on the ball, I'd probably change the station because yeah. there's it's a time affect me. There's a yeah. time for it, isn't there? Yeah. There's a time for... We're not saying don't feel your feelings or your emotions or anything like that. No, there's, there's a, there's no, <laughs> there's, no. I, I don't, don't mean just, that at all. I know you're not. I know. I'll just say yeah. there's a time for everything, and it's we're just saying like if you're not saying that example with your dad, but say sad music all the time. Like how do you expect to kind of feel? Yeah. Like if you're constantly listening to it. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's no, even a good point. No, it but, does. But um, well, let's go into. Have you got anything else on the well, dangers, or do you want to? I think I've already deep. touched on it, but like you're like, uh, and we could probably touch on it later, but um, likely to get, I guess, in trouble as well. Yeah, well, you know, absolutely. It, you can get into situations where, you know, you, you, you know it's not the right thing to do, which we've touched on, um, but you do it anyway because you want to be part of the group. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even on that note, like, you know, I changed schools and I think if I didn't move from the school I was at, the high school I was at, I probably not that I would not that I'm guessing, but you know, it was a rougher top school. Yeah. And I might have got caught in the wrong crowd and, and my parents could probably detect that and 
move me. Yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. It moved me to a school which probably, you know, related more to our family values, you know. And for us, it was, you know, it was a Christian school. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a school based on faith, which was big for our family, you know. And, and if that's one of your morals, going to a school, sending them to a school that connects with that, it's probably, and you can understand, it's another argument with, I'm probably talking about parents, is like, which school do you send your kids to? Because you want them to relate to who you are it, as yeah. people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, We yeah, can talk sure. about it forever. Absolutely. Sorry, man, I'm No, mate, no, no, but, um, it's fine. It's good, it's good example. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess why it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people then. We've talked about, um, you know, the dangers of getting caught up in the wrong crowd. Again, it just, it's about being that glass half full. Mm. That's the important thing, I think. Oh, that's huge. Um, you know, I think it's also a key to surround yourself with people who are going to make you feel good. Yeah. And, 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 and who care for you and, you know, look after you and have the best interest of, of you at heart. You know, that, that's, I think that's my biggest thing is I want to be around people that care about me. Exactly. No, that for sure. Because I care about them. You know, like what you said, you're giving, giving to them. You want, you want to receive what you're giving to them. Do you want to say that example you spoke to me about this morning just with the book, with the appreciation? Yeah. Um, so I'm reading a book, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's an awesome book. And I think I'm into the second or third chapter. Mind you, the writing is so small. I'm kind of really struggling to read it. My eyesight isn't great. Um, but he talks about um, the difference between... Uh, flattery yep and appreciation so there's probably a time when you'd give someone a compliment with the idea of making them feel good yep um but i and i didn't realize the difference between um flattery flattering someone and appreciating someone and appreciating someone is actually it's about walking into the room and going there you are there you are not here am I. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a really good concept. And and that's, you know, I, I try and remind myself all the time of that. You know, when I'm going into my next interaction with someone, you know, you want them to make, you want them to feel appreciated. And it's yeah. amazing what that does for your next interaction with the person. So, yeah, that makes total and sense. And it's genuine and authentic. It's it's not, you know, just a, a one-off comment or a cheeky little flirt, you know. It's an it's a authentic comment that's going to make them when you walk in the next time or whatever it is it's you're genuinely appreciating what they're doing um you know in my mind and this is i'm thinking about it it's like going and getting a coffee from somewhere and having a genuine conversation a really good conversation with the person that's serving yeah and 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 making sure they know that i appreciate what they're doing exactly exactly because when you come in the next time you actually have a you now have a relationship well that's the thing and think about how do you want to be looked at when when somebody hits you up they text you or they message you or whatever like what's your feeling when you see that name pop up is yeah. it good is it yep. bad do you want to read it do you want to avoid reading it we all avoid reading messages sometimes to well i do anyway like yep. you think i'll reply to this later um but it's like how do you you want to be that person that people get excited about when your name pops up or when they see you or when they hang out with you or when they leave being in your presence and vice versa that's the people that we should strive to hang out with more because that'll rub off on us mm. I love what you said before about, and it's all about it's all about the give, um, because it is, and, yeah. and it's why it's like when you know you're giving someone a present, it feels the feeling of giving a present far outweighs the feeling of getting a present. Yeah, absolutely. And I had the greatest teacher in that in being my dad. Yeah. And, and when we talk about relationships and building relationships, I'll throw in a quick little story, mate. Like when you talk about 
treating everyone equally and respecting everyone and giving everyone the time of day even when they maybe don't give it back to you like having empathy for everyone even for those that perhaps maybe did wrong by you or you might have a little they might have a grudge against whoever it is still having empathy for them as a person yeah because in the long run it's it's better off for you Um, your dad was he was unbelievable with that so this is one example um and he would hate me saying this, but people used to call him the Eddie Maguire of the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah. Because, mate, you couldn't go anywhere without someone going, Dickie, you know, and yeah. going to the point where we went to America on our family holiday, first night, get to LA. I think it was, I can't remember the hotel. No, no word of a lie. Get into the foyer, the first hotel that we've been to. Someone knows him. Yeah. In yep. America. Yeah, that's crazy. Like he's never been overseas before. Like, it was ridiculous. As a kid, you don't really think much of it. But now I look back and I go, what? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually nuts. Um, so, but yeah, that's, uh, that's just a quick little, I guess, story as to how I've been brought, even, mate, going to the local footy and, like, go to the footy finals um, down at Frankston Park. It's a grand final or a final. Mate, my dad, I, used to, I now know why my dad hated going. Because he couldn't watch the game. Because, yeah. <laughs> And like you'd just be you'd walk into the gate and he'd be stopped every ten meters. And I know that's he like I said he wouldn't like me saying this because he's a very humble man, but that's what it was. And he made other people feel important. Yeah, and that's exactly. the key. You want to make other people feel important. That's right, exactly. So, and that's I've got in my notes a support system, and that's hanging out in a good crowd of people. Like again, if you if you have a go in life, it's good to people say get mentors, things like that, because mm. that mentor could become part of your five because you're talking to them all the time and you're trying and you become more and more like them the more time you spend with them the more you engage with them yep so and if you become again if like i'm sorry to sort of keep going on about this point but if you've got a goal and you're trying to achieve something say it's a say you're learning guitar and if you actually learn guitar with other people that are learning guitar, that becomes a support system. You're all reaching the same sort of goal. It could be with anything. It could be in relationships and businesses. Anything, really. It applies. Yep, 100%. I, um, That's the power of like mastermind groups and... Mate, masterminds, all of that kind of thing. That anything that involves surrounding yourself, I guess, with those that are going to... I'll look at the areas in my life that I want to become good in or become better in, improve in. Um, and that is all areas, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm striving to... To want to improve in all areas of my life. We're big on goal setting, aren't we? We are. Um, <laughs> and there's a podcast I love and he's an entrepreneur that I follow and I really enjoy. His, his name's Ed Milet over in the States. And he's got this podcast. It, it was an episode talking about legacy, but there was an analogy in that um, podcast where he talks about the thermostat setting, mm-hmm. which you know is like a heater. I think a thermostat in the States is like, it's like almost like a heater on the wall, but it changes automatically yeah you know in accordance with it, it it must read what's you know if the if the cool breezes come in it turns the heater up if yeah it, got you so it, but what he relates it to is you want to be a hundred degree like uh, you want to be in all areas of your life you want to be the hottest of the hot like you want to be you want to be up there right so and it really made me think where am i at in certain parts of my life so am i what what degree am i at in my spiritual journey well Doss, you're probably only like 50%. Yeah. 55, 60, you know. And, but I know I want to get to 100, 120. How am I going to get to the 120? And he says, like, you have to surround yourself 
with other hundred degrees. Exactly, hundred percent. Like in that, like and and shock your system. Do it enough to, you know, if if one of those areas is improving your business or if it, you know, improving your finances, and if that means selling, you know. You need to shock your system. Instead of making 10 phone calls, make 50, mate. It's very hard to do it on your own, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I think it, it the power of having other people that you can learn from that's on a similar journey, and you can help as well. Yeah. That's huge. Yep. And, imagine, and I think we're probably not even looking at it the other way enough. Imagine how good that, that the other person on the other end of that, it's good for them. It makes them feel good too. Yeah. Even abs- though it's in a selfish way, it's for us. It's so good for them too because... I well, guess if it's win-win, if yeah. you're on the same sort of playing field it's mm. not kind of no one's above the other there's no Spot pedestals and and i, I want to quickly you talk about oh you know the quote at the start the five people yeah you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with my dad from such a young age he taught um you know m- myself and my sisters the importance of surrounding yourself with good people and and an, well not an analogy yet i guess you could say something that he used to do and it worked for him and what he would say is he, he had his sphere of influence. Yep. So that sphere is obviously those five people. And in the sphere is, I guess, a person in each area of his life, you know, which he wants to improve in. And that includes mentors and yeah, and, those, and those that can steer, if it's in business, he knew he had this one person that he'd go to for, for business. In his, his spiritual journey, he would go to this one person. In his family in relationships he'd go to this person when he needed to kind of keep his head on the ground uh, keep his feet on the ground and and stay grounded he knew he had to go to this person yeah yeah um and even at times he would get together with all of them like his own little personal mastermind yeah absolutely catch up for a coffee and like just sit down together and kind of plan out map out and make sure you know everyone's on uh, the sphere of influence and i still i use it every day to this day who's in my sphere um, and we'll touch on that. I think it's the next topic, but we can talk about a few people that have helped us. But um, yeah, there's fear, mate. Mate, mate I, I agree 100% because we're social creatures. Naturally, mm. we not just extroverts. I think most people really benefit from being around other people. Mm. Like I really believe yeah. that. So that's why it's just, I, I think about it all the time. It's like, who do I want? Who influences me? Who do I want to be more like? And how do I need to connect with them? Mm. And Exactly what you said before. It's not about taking, taking, taking. It's about how can I, what can I do for them? Even if they're miles ahead of me in whatever endeavor that is, even if they're a pro and I'm just starting out, there's some way that I can help them. Definitely. And sometimes that's just support. You don't actually, you know, someone made a really good point on a podcast that sometimes you don't know what's it. They just need to talk to someone because everybody they talk to, they're teaching. Mm. And they might have something going on in their personal life. You don't need to help them. They might just need to let it all out and just yeah. listen. Exactly right. So, there's always ways to to reach out to these people and in the end, um, you know, you give, give, give and then you get something back and you might just learn lessons or, you know, it doesn't have to be financially or... So do you want to roll into the connections part now that sort of our next yeah, talking Yeah, let's point. do it. Yeah, throw, throw some at me. Yeah, so one of the connections that I had and this goes back to and I've told my story on previous podcasts about where I worked in the events management kind of industry and... We were lucky enough to be connected to a guy called Alan Aylett, which some people will know, um, but to give a quick backstory on him, he was a champion AFL player, I think in the 50s, for North Melbourne, became president, I think on two occasions at North Melbourne, um, and was 
basically the chairman of the AFL at one point. It's a very influential man. And for us, he did so much for us. He got us into these unbelievable events at Crown. We got into the Carbine Club luncheon, which is a huge luncheon on grand final week. Met some awesome people in football. And for me, you know how much I love footy. Like, that yeah, was a dream. Yeah. But on top of that, he was just a... Well, he still is. He's like a humanitarian. He's mm. he's just such a good guy with so many life lessons and very humble. Like again, like you said about Dicky, everybody knows him, but he's so humble. He doesn't actually like talking about himself. Mm. But one of the things that I connected with him is I, he used to just give me life lessons and stories, and that was sort of his way of letting it out for me. That's what he. That's how I probably made him feel good in a way. Like yeah, he, sharing. We spent so many like I don't know how many times we went out for lunches and you know work related but also he used to like it was cool like when his name popped up on my phone like i thought like it was a big deal for me like yeah yeah, it's like a cool thing yep and he just he's just one that like he was a mentor for a long time in business he taught me so many things and about life about football about everything and he just resonates with me as a huge connection someone that i can look up to and and he it sounds like he really you know and you're from, from a young age too, like, you know, you left school and you started in this business. So this is probably when you're, you know, 18 to 20. Yeah. But he was uh, one of those guys that just made you feel good. Yeah. And, but every time you got off the phone with him, you felt, you just felt, yeah. you know, yep. a foot taller. You, you know, when you walked with him down the street, you felt good when you're around him, not just because of who he was, but just how he made, you, made feel. you feel. Like he was so good at that. He'd walk into a room and despite being the most well-known person there, he was always about the other person. He always made them talk and made them feel special. So he's somebody that I've always looked up to yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Um, do you have an example similar to uh, that? I, yeah, I'll probably throw one out there. And I, I spoke about him in the last podcast, but um, and it's probably only been the last couple of years, and that's why I'll share it because it's probably my most recent one. And and that's so Scotty Davis. And you know, I hope he listens to this. And he, he's not a real social media bug, but he loves LinkedIn. And um. But Scotty, I was a connection of dads, right? For over, you know, dad with his business and, and Scott, you know, a bit younger than dad, but, um, you know, his business or, or not his business, the, the industry that he worked in were always kind of a, a connection within dad's business. They were always, a, I guess, a client. So he had a good relationship with my dad over the years. And, and this is also, I, I guess, relates to connections overall as I've been very lucky Um in having, in being able to reach out to dads. Yeah, um, same with me. You know, key, I guess you could say, you know, influencers and... Absolutely. Uh, and be, uh, and, and, the, and they're happy to to have a chat and, and grab a coffee. And, and this is something for anyone out there as well. Like, utilize the people, utilize what's in front of you. You, Abs- don't, yeah. you know, you don't have to... That's such a You don't have tip. to jump on LinkedIn or Instagram and try and search for the biggest name in whatever it is or, or a person that you know you'd love to get help from. Like, but we talk about this with this as well. we got so many great yeah. people just around us just yeah. in this very area. Yeah, exactly. And well, you know, and we quickly touch on that now. Like we want, we, and we will, we're going to be interviewing people hopefully down the line, you know. And when we say interviewing people, it's like the, the people are at our fingertips. Exactly. You know, you exactly. don't have to go very far. Look, look right in front of you. Um, there's people within your close network that are... Doing great things and what exactly what their passions about. Yeah. So back to I guess yeah Scott. So Scott, in the last two years, you know, obviously jumping into Dad's business and he just he he basically reached out to me and said, hey, if you need help, you're just starting in sales and this whole game. You're young, mate. I'm happy to help you. And you know, I said, let you know, I would love that. So the last couple of years, he's just been my real 
we've actually become you know really really close mates. yeah i know yeah you, you tell me some of the conversations you guys have you know and it's, and, and it's amazing how like i'm a real emotional gentle um teddy bear te- well i'm a teddy bear <laughs> and um and i won't say he is but he gets me on that level yeah i get that and and when you can be yourself and be as open as you can and you can't do that with everyone you just feel <laughs> it's a really like it's, you feel safe like yeah, and i know mate. it sounds a bit cheesy and but it's hard to find that sometimes. Like, no, I, mate, think of it. It's no, it's no secret how these people get to the top. Like that's yeah. a funny thing. Like the people that are in often high positions, they often show similar traits, and they're yeah. obvious, and they're normally lovers. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They, exactly. They put your, their arms around you. They 100%. make you feel good because I, that gets everybody yeah, else behind them. Spot on. It's and just I, in their blood. And I and I, I actually really I watch and if anyone hasn't probably worked it out, but he he's the one who probably I went over to work for him at this new company and. I've now left that company, but... Um, Listen to the previous episode. Yeah, you'll get a lot out of that one. Um, so, but when, like what you said before, when he rings and you see his name pop up, I get excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I've got a, quite a few other, you know, people that I, I go to for other things and, um, you know, that, we could list off them forever, mate. Yeah, um, well, I mean, another one for me was my auntie because she, and she listens to the podcast and she's... Yeah, really. Give great. her a shout out. Yeah, give her a sh- so Ida Tanti. I call her Tanti, which isn't. <laughs> don't even know what language that is. I'm guessing French. Um, that's what I call her. But no, she's she's very high up in the university world. Um, mm. I'm not going to rattle off her job title because I'll stuff it up. But she's awesome, and she helped me when I and I told you on a previous podcast I made that decision to go to uni when I wasn't, you know, I wasn't academic by any stretch. And she helped me out so much. She gave me so many tips. And that's the thing. You Again, in your sphere. And we connected on a much deeper level because we I used to go see her once a week and she'd help me learn to study. Like she taught me how to study properly. And we talk about all kinds of things and becomes a huge influence on you and opens your mind to ideas you haven't explored before. And, you know, that's another person that really comes to my mind. And I think we, in our notes, we both say some of our closest mates and, Again, I think in the past we... Well, I've, I'll quickly jump in there, right? Yeah. And this actually is really, really, I think really powerful. If I'm being honest, I've always thought I had to have a lot of friends. Yeah. I've always been someone who wants to have a lot... Like, Doss, I want to be Doss the popular guy. Yeah, that's you know. Fair. And what I've realised... And, and I'm sure if people out there, if other people listening, I'm, I know that there's people listening that can relate to that absolutely and go and and, and you want to you want to be known you want to be it's a good feeling isn't it when you want to know your name similar to what you said about your dad not that he did it for this but but when you walk down the street we went out a couple weeks ago we just went and got a coffee and we went into a room and we both ran into someone we know even though it's small talk it's just a good feeling when someone shouts your name and shakes your hand and when you see like what you said like about connecting that with my dad when you see that growing up you go Shit, I want that. Yeah, and I saw that with my dad too. And not not, not that not that, not, it drives not that he was chasing that, but um, so how was I connecting that back to uh to your mates? So now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, um, thanks for that. Um, so now I'm more, you know, rather than actually reaching out and and, and trying to talk to everyone and, and please everyone, which you, you know, never please everyone. No, yeah. And whereas now I'm, you know, I'm more not that I'm, I've still got a lot of mates, a lot of really close mates, but. I'm probably not trying to please everyone as much, you know, probably for my own ego. You know, yeah, I've, I've now, I've had a bit of an ego check to go, you know what? You don't need, 
you don't, you only need a core real group of friends. Yeah, you and know, that it, becomes it, your sphere. Yeah, and then you all got each other's back. Yeah, if you've got a, and and you'll always be connected, and you know you'll have acquaintances and those that when you see them, and you know you can have a good time. You have a good have time a good night, and have yeah. a catch up, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got that core group, whether it's five to ten people, could be less, could be more, but you know, you know that's they're your group, that they're your sphere. Um, and if you're, in my case, you know, if you let if you leave your ego at the door which is, is a hard thing to do, you end up, I guess, reaping the war- reward so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've, I know that I've always been lucky just having a smaller group of really close friends and it's just been so beneficial, I, I find anyway, because that relationship just continues to build constantly. Mm. Jumping now to, I guess, mate, the, the tips for changing, I guess, that social circle um, or if you're looking and listening to this, uh, you know, or you probably already felt it and knew, like there's, there maybe are a few people in your life um, that you go, well, they're not actually helping me yeah. be the best version of myself that I want to be. Exactly. Well, one thing I've, I found too, because we didn't touch on it super, we talked about sort of negative people and people like to use the word toxic, which mm. is true. There are toxic pe- people. It's a strong in toxic, word. Yeah. yeah, but it's true. Some people yeah. are in toxic, we might not have personally experienced it, yeah. but we know people are in toxic relationships yeah. and toxic friendship groups. So that Toxic that, jobs. Yeah, absolutely. So, but one thing I think, one of the tips I got is instead of, because some people talk about just cutting these people, just cut them out, which most people can sort of agree with, but you can do it's it. It's easier said than done. Yeah, but you yeah. can do it slowly. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, I, I just tried to do is not, there was people like that and I thought, oh, it's always negative. It's always, they're, they're the vibes I sort of got. So not getting bogged down in the negative, trying to, if you, when you interact with them, firstly, shorten your interactions if possible. Don't commit to, Mm. big periods of time like short coffees like it's good to sort yeah. of try and help almost them if you like can. F- <laughs> the phase out you know yeah, like ex- phase it out yeah exactly yeah. it sounds bad but it, yeah. it will really help i i found personally by yeah. spending more time with the people that made me feel good yeah i got much more out of myself than the people that didn't and again like if you can sort of steer that conversation and try and change the wording to be more positive and uplifting rather than down 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 all the yeah. time if if they're dealing with stuff obviously be empathetic yeah you gotta support yeah. exactly but if it's just being negative for the sake of being negative about everything then you can sort of try and steer that yeah that interaction yep for, for sure and for me uh when it comes so i guess if it's time to change your circle or maybe there's a um an acquaintance or someone that you know you probably you don't quite connect with like that's it, it, to me it comes down to asking yourself the question you know like is this person helping me be the person i want to be yeah um and it's hard. It's hard kind of like, especially when you're an emotional person, you're an, a person that, you know, this is another, you know, a tough thing is, you know, not everyone's going to like you, you know, and it's true when you're a person that wants to be liked. Yeah. You know, I'll say that for probably for, um, I'll relate that back to work, you know, like you do anything you can because you want everyone to like you. You want to be that, you think you're that guy that, you know, anyone can get along with. I'm happy. I'm, yeah. you know, it, it, I'm just easy going. But there's going to be people that don't, you know? No, well, some people resent that. Yeah, ex- <laughs> yeah exactly. But well, uh, asking yourself that question, is this, the, is this person helping me become the best version of myself? And even though it is easier said than done, you know, clear communication goes a long way as well, Absolutely. mate. We both got that word down, communication, you know? engagement, how you feel. I'm trying to get better with that. Some people in my life will laugh because I'm trying to be more open. and. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard at first, especially. We're going to do a podcast on that shortly about vulnerability. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, another tip that I think is really good too is if you are trying to change a social circle is joining new clubs, trying new things that involve people, that bring people together. I know it's part time at the moment, but there's opportunity to do that still. You can do it over Zoom and things like that. But for me personally, I moved I moved away from the peninsula and into the city because I was actually chasing that life energy kind of, yeah. that being around younger people, being around... Well, yeah... Uh- that sounds it. bad. No, Wait, no, I'm no. not shitting on the peninsula. No, 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 no. I love the peninsula. I, was just, I just wanted to get away because I, I went traveling. I went traveling on my own. I met so many people. I changed sort of it's who a buzz. I was. Yeah, you know, you go and chase, enjoy it. Try and experience something you haven't before. Yeah, but like for me, I joined a new footy club, which I love. Um, and so you didn't know anyone there? No, I didn't know a soul there, but I've already got like this, like already got good mates there yeah, it's amazing. that you get along with and yep. you can talk to and putting sporting clubs aside, there's other ways to do it. There's, you know, meetup.com which mm. I know in, in the business world is a big thing because it just all, the point of it is to bring people together just to meet, like if yeah. you have a similar interest, to go, if you're a person that moved to a new city or a new place and you don't know anybody, they literally give you opportunities to say go hiking or I don't know, what, play guitar or whatever it may be. Yeah. And it's just, you know, bringing people Providing closer. suggestions and yeah. Exactly. And like even I, like I joined some Facebook groups just to try and, expand my knowledge in other areas and people reach out and you become sounds kind of strange like pen pals almost be talking and yeah. sharing ideas and you can change your sphere you know you can make it happen you can yeah. do it yeah we're, we're probably pretty lucky in the day and age that we live in like with technology there's i'm probably a bit uneducated on it too is like you know the different groups online and um the ways that you can actually reach out to people and i guess people opp- become friends yeah the opportunities yeah. i guess are endless um from that point of view and one of the biggest ones for me, mate, is having a look at who you're following on social media too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, or the content you're consuming, like we spoke about that earlier. It, ma- it makes a huge impact on your mood and how you're feeling. And you know me, mate. I, um, I'll pick up my phone uh, and probably check Instagram a, a few too many times. Do today. love your Instagram I content, love my Instagram, don't you? I do. Um, but taking a look at, you know, who, who it is I'm following, or, you know, what other posts that are coming up and um you're probably not really realizing it and i don't at times but you know that whatever you're looking at on there and the, the words you're reading can really impact the way you're feeling absolutely um, for so sure. for me it's going through you know occasionally like i actually have done this quite a few times is going through my followers and going do i really need to follow this person like yeah. or this page like it, it can sometimes even when you're following too many motivational yeah, it can, pages it can get you that way. Too. Yeah, for sure. And, I get and that. You can get in your own mind and go, "Shit, I'm not, I'm not doing enough. I'm not. Gee, I'm failing. I'm not." Like it can work both ways, you know. If you're following too many people that are too happy and too inspirational and too over the top, it can though. Yeah, like, I know, mate. I know. I've been there. Trust me. I've done that too, hundred percent. So I get that as well. And and some of the other tips that we already, you know, just going over because we already talked about it. But reaching out to people is really, really good if you can do that. Mm. Um, and just that whole principle, just give rather yep, than take. Definitely. If possible, that's sort of a really good way to do it. And and just again, ask yourself, how do you feel when you're around certain people? And that will that will give you the answer you need to know if it's a good or bad fit for you definitely. and where you're going. Yep. So what about stories, mate? Anything anything for me in the story section? Um, I've got, it's probably not as a specific story, but it's probably something that I want to share this because I feel like it relates to probably our a demographic of listeners yeah um this is not in the notes by the way no so i've just kind of thought of this well i thought of it just before and i didn't have time to put it in the notes but i mentioned it today and we thought it might be worth sharing because when you're growing up um you know from that you you turn 18 
and we, you know, well, now we're in our mid twenties, but that age, it's a real, it's an age where you're still finding your way. And, you know, I'm someone who goes out and enjoys a beer with my mates and I, I love that. Um, and from, especially when you're 18, 19, 20. Oh, I still love it. Um, but, um, th- and this, it's hard to talk about because it is, it's something like my, my heart is starting to beat a bit I know faster. where you're going with this now. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you, when you're going out and all of a sudden you're in a, a, a I guess an predicament. Env- yeah, you're in well. You're in an environment that's probably, you know, a bit different to what you used to, and you know, some of your mates, you know, start trialing and testing things and don't beat around the bush. What are, what are we well, talking about? You know, I- illegal substances. Illegal substances, and uh, wait, this is it, it is. It's hard to talk about. Um, and, and you see it. You're you're out. You're seeing it. Your mates are doing it, and. You know, we're in a big environment for it here in Melbourne. Yeah, it's one of the biggest cities yeah, in the world for it. Exactly, and and at times, you were the outcast because you weren't doing it. Yeah, especially when I was really young, eighteen to you know probably even you know, if I'm being honest, really honest, mate. You know, I've 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 tried you know I've, mm. I've tried doing stuff. Yeah, you know, you know a couple of times and I made a mistake. Well, to me now that's not in my you know that's not in my it's values. Not, yeah, yeah, as a person, but. And mind you, that was only about a year and a half ago, a year ago, mm-hmm. right? So, it's when I've become a bit older, as I was younger, I actually always was like, no, 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 no. Well, that's good. Um, and stuck to, you know, th- th- this is what I, you know, I don't want to... And it wasn't that I was I looked any differently at my mates that, that would... Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't, do, I don't look at anyone differently either. I don't look either. at anyone yeah. differently who might try drugs. Um, well, that's the first time we've used the word. Uh <laughs> Drugs, <laughs> alcohol, um, drugs. And I don't want this to. It, it, like I said, it's a hard thing to talk about because it's it's really when you when you consider yourself a real a person who's really, you know, strong values, um, always does the right thing. To actually say, you know what, I put my hand up. I made a mistake. Um, Due to pressure. Oh yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. Due to pressure. I always was good at withstanding the pressure and going, no, thanks. And a lot of the time they'd be like, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah. Like that's the they thing, would never, they would never make you feel like, you know, you were different. You know, you were still part of it. I was lucky like that. Cause as we said, I didn't even drink alcohol until I was 21, 22, something like that. And no one ever actually put pressure on me to drink or and drugs as well. Like, I never, once you said no, most people were fine. They never really pushed it. Mm. But we know going into those situations, what to kind of expect. You know, if you're going into that environment, what is happening around you, you understand that the potential and you might be asked and blah, blah, blah. So does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I'll just quickly put it as well. Like that's, this is, it's the person I want to be, Yeah, you know, and it's different to everyone else. You know, anyone else who might dabble in, as people would say, get on it, you know, like, which if that's what they want to do, well, that's what they want to that's do. That's fine, yeah. Good on them. Like, if that's... But to me, that I guess it didn't... It doesn't match with who I am. Yeah. And now that you, you're a bit older now and you probably take a step back and and like what you said, you can control your environment and I'll probably now pick and choose who I'll have a beer with. And I understand that too because, and again, like I don't know if I should share this because doing this podcast, we know... Now we kind of know who listens and who engages. So, And this is something that I swore to everybody I'd never ever do and it's not even I don't know if it's even that bad but my parents used to say to me and rightfully so like no matter what you do just never get in the car with somebody that under the influence under the influence of something right 
And I just remember one occasion I did that. And it was a short, it was a tiny, it was literally just a drive around the corner. But I knew that the person I got in the car with was on yeah. a substance. And not alcohol? No, not alcohol. And well, again, I was offered that. And yeah. I, I've never actually done it. But I said no, and that's fine. But then it's probably even worse to get in the car with him because not only are you putting yourself at risk, but you're encouraging that behavior. And, too, and I mean, that sticks with me. And I knew, I knew going into that situation, that could be the um, situation I find myself in. That's the sort of issue. You know that if you go and hang out with these people, mm. you know what could be coming. And that was one for me. And I've, I've done the same in other areas too. Not, not so bad, but like, you know, the situation you're putting yourself in. And sometimes that can be dangerous verse. Like you said, hanging out with people that you know mm. is safe kind of yeah you know, i don't know no, if no, safe's no. the right word but it's, it's a good word to use i think too like what well is it now time to get a bit more a bit, a bit more lighthearted? yeah we we like a go on you pull the uh there's a good story here that well, i this know this is our story so we'll, be, we'll both <laughs> just jump in whenever you feel like. oh this is an absolute ripper so oh, this is bad when not bad just embarrassing for me when how old were we 18 <laughs> can we, we just, can we just state right this is Daniel Shula or D Shula, also before super fit, um, you know. Yeah, fat, ugly, yeah, <laughs> greasy, virgin, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. you, you were a hot-headed person. I, I, I was. I don't know why I was so. I like six ages, sixteen, eighteen. I was short-tempered. I had a very short. I don't know why. Like it's changed now. I'm not like that anymore. But I used to just. I used to love. I used to love the adrenaline of a little footy fight. Yeah, mate. My mates give me shit all the time for the f- little fights. Age sixteen or eighteen on the footy field. <laughs> just every week, I'd be looking for it. Joe, Joe would be able to tell you millions of stories. Yeah, but well, we were playing. Here's a story. Well, here's here. a story. He's involved in. So we were playing uh, indoor soccer for. Couple of seasons, which was a bit of fun. None of us are soccer uh, players. Caledos Cabana. That was the team name. That yeah, exactly right. So um, we, uh, who were the boys in that team actually? <laughs> oh, mate, we you had a few who, rolling. Do you remember so, who? Yeah, we had a lot of rollers. Who was in that night? Miss, do you I don't remember? Miss any. I don't, that night, yeah, it would have been me, you. I remember Joy. Luke Murray. He was the really good. Remember he filled in a couple of times. Really okay, good soccer. Was he there? Yeah, yeah, and I think Josh would have been there. Josh or Nick? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, so these it's like stupid little. It doesn't mean anything indoor soccer. It's just stupid games. And anyway, we're playing these guys that were probably what they were about in their thirties, maybe. Oh, I reckon older. Maybe thirties oh, or forties. But they were yeah. they were in it to fight, and they no, were can just. I, can I just paint this picture also? Okay, right. You, you go ahead. This other team, late thirties, early forties. No good uh, at no good prob- at the game. I think probably an Italian or a Greek background. No, I know their background. I I, I don't. I'm not going to say the culture, but it was it was it was. Well, they were all wearing they were all wearing Real Madrid tops. <laughs> The whole team in indoor soccer, probably yeah. with their personalised name on the back. I don't remember that. But they, they were because they actually they owned a restaurant chain and they were self-promoting themselves. And I won't say on what the back. Yeah, that's what they called themselves after they. Well, this didn't go down well for them anyway. <laughs> they were in it to fight, and they were just again. It's supposed to be a fun game of indoor soccer, and they're bumping and pushing. And it was hot. It was heated. The funny thing is, Jai, like Jai, again, twenty thousandth mention. He just he really can ram it up because he he's not a fighter, but he'll just talk and he'll joke and he'll get them more and more angry. And they were flying in. And I remember bumps. And then I just get to a point where I'm like, no, I'm not taking this anymore. So what happens? It was. Oh, like, I, no, I think even, someone was in a push and shove in the it middle. It was pushing and shoving the whole time. Oh, and then at and the then end of the game, in. well, yeah. no, there was fights. And at the end of the game, they wouldn't shake our hand. And then I think I like they. And I'm like, mate, just I grabbed his hand and like shook it. And then things just start, they started pushing and shoving. And you come out of the net I remember one point it was like I think it might have been I think someone was I think it was say Luke someone was kind of wrestling or just pushing and shoving and you came in out of nowhere 
running at this bloke and Hipper just shouldered him like he wasn't expecting it. Like, well, I was just... I look, again, I'm not... You just I'm won. not bragging here by any. I just used to love that. I used to love it. I used to yeah. get adrenaline. Yep. I used to love it. And so you, you, you we, well, things escalated from outside of the net into the sort of area. And they, mate, this is true. They went and got my personal belongings. So you put them in like a locker. They had my keys. And somebody, I think it was Josh or Jai, went and actually like told the dudes that owned it, like, look, they're grabbing our stuff. Like they're grabbing it. Anyway, and then things were going. Then they're like. Let's okay. take this to car park. And I'm just stupidly hot-headed at the time. And I'm like, come you know on. what? I'm like, all right, all of come on. And none of you, but like, you guys oh, are like, no. you guys are like pushing me and like, like, no, come on. No, mate, I grabbed right. you. Yeah, but I'm just you like, into the other room. Yeah, because I was marching straight for the yeah, car park. I, was I like, had to grab, physically grab you and push you into the other foyer while yeah, they were walking yeah, out I wanted to the have car a, park. I wanted to have a piece Let me go. I'm just like, I don't care if I go down, but I'm taking one or two with them. So, <laughs> that was my attitude. Like, as long as I grab one with me. But anyway, this is, this is sort of where the influence is. Doss being being the gentleman as he said earlier we were sure i'm a peacemaker mate well that's fine oh i am too now i don't get involved anymore but plus i'm a terrible fighter <laughs> yeah well i'm probably not a good fighter. i just backed myself probably with the extra few kilos to sort of throw around but we jumped in the car we we're driving home i never forget i can picture the exact road we were on and where we we're turning and Doss said mate well how did you t- you, you no, take you, over no I, d- I don't really remember well it's like mate think about your mates here it's not just about you. You're putting us all in danger. You're risking our lives. And like, it got really, and then you're like, you know, they could have our number plate. They could follow us home. They could see where I it's live. It's true though. Yeah, but you d- really? Think about it. I mean, if they what were if complete they were- psychopaths. Well, yeah, they could have been. Yeah, but anyway, well, that's how Doss was. So Doss was like, mate. It doesn't help when you're, uh, when you're, they're, they're, the restaurant they own is your dad's favorite restaurant. So <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> he never went there. I just remember we walked past it a few times in the morning. We just sort of stick our head around the corner. Okay, Hope yeah. that they'd see us. Yeah, but um, but that's, what, that's probably Doss, Doss being a bit scared of being in the wrong crowd from a hot, a young, hot-headed dish. Yeah. Oh, well, I, the whole King Hit thing, yeah, that's that, that worries me. And that's like fair. that's It's a serious thing, mate. And all it takes is... Doss getting serious again. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was Sorry. a lighthearted uh, part. But now I'm feeling guilty. But um, well, what you've got one down here. What's Chicago night? What is it? What's this all about? Come no, on. well, I just wanted to again being around good people. And this again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say this was the right actions or anything like that. But I went out. I met this my my last holiday, and I want to talk about it one day in another podcast. But my last holiday was completely spontaneous, as I talked about in the last podcast i had nothing planned so i didn't know anyone i was just picking flights and going to places in the united states i hadn't been to and i ended up in chicago sweet home chicago is that a song or are you trying yeah. to sing alabama no, blues blues brothers oh okay yeah. um there you go Sorry. <laughs> i was thinking more bad bad leroy brown uh-huh. anyway so i'm in chicago and i meet this ripping dude rip like unbelievable bloke great bloke in in he's an american guy anyway he said, let's go to a hookah bar and smoke hookah. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to smoke anything, but I'll come with you. And anyway, he said, let's just, it's BYO, grab a, we'll get something to drink and we'll go in and smoke this stuff. I'm like, okay, will you smoke? I'll just drink. Mate, we bought a whole bottle of tequila. I'm not kidding. There was two of us and we're not like big kind of blokes. I'm not kidding. We drank the entire bottle within a very short period of time. I've never, and I've, I actually swore to myself, I'll never ever get in that state again because I was, I can't remember anything past, I can't remember that point. And he relayed the message to me the next day of everything we did that night. I'm yeah. like, he's like, we went to this part of the city, this part of the city. I'm like, mate, I don't do not, I don't remember how I got home. And I had like, I woke up and like cut on my face and like bleeding like on my leg. And, but he looked after me that night because when I woke up the next morning, like, 
everything was shoved in my pockets. Like yeah, all you had all your stuff. Like no, but like obviously in case my money. Would. I must have dropped something. Like because all my money was scattered, but it was sh- someone shoved it in. My passport shoved in. I'm like so thankful you for could that. Have been Mate, there's no way I would have got home that night. And I'm not again. I I didn't mean to get in that state. It's just how it ended up. But didn't like, didn't realize we were sharing. Uh, Drunk stories. No, plenty oh, of those. Yeah, plenty of those. But this, this, I'm just like sort of tongue in cheek. But mate, that bloke, God bless him, saved my life. <laughs> that's being in, that's being with positive people, like good people that look after you. Well, to put it simply, if it wasn't for that bloke, yeah, you wouldn't have come back home. No, you'd, not in you'd South, be, not in South Chicago. In no, yeah, yeah. So, uh, any other stories for you? Uh, I've got plenty of those, but I won't. I won't probably jump. Probably into wasn't the right topic but, oh, but that's okay I'm just you trying know, to share you know positive what, people you know what now I feel like a beer yeah, what, what? yeah and you it's, know what? Uh, it's, we might actually have to leave this now and go and grab a beer and it's only 7 in the morning as well so <laughs> but yeah just basically what you spoke about earlier about appreciating people and I just wanted to say we truly truly appreciate anybody that's reached out again I've only just seen the DMs this morning so uh, I was actually blown away because there was a lot more there than I actually yeah thought. I should have told you about that yeah I? thanks mate um, but <laughs> So many people, you know who you are. So many people. I was blown away with how many people. We actually messaged. wanted to shout a couple of out, but there's like there's so many. Like there's, <laughs> it, there's sounds, it sounds like we've got thousands. There's thousands. <laughs> there's literally thousands. Well, like, we've had messages like on our, our email doesn't work anymore because too many people have emailed in. <laughs> we actually have had people email in. So, but just again, thank you to anyone that's DM'd us, messaged us personally, emailed us. You know um, what I'd love to. Do? I'd love anyone who's listening. If, if there's something that you'd love us to kind of talk about. Or a topic or something that you might be not that if it's sensitive or not something you'd love to hear us have a chat about yeah exactly um, you know it, it, I, I just love the idea of being able to we we want it interactive and we do want to have a question part of the show where and it can be anything if you even if you have a stupid question that'll make us laugh then ask it like we're happy to do that if, if it's something immature and someone out there wants to say, uh, write a stupid question go for it if, yeah and here's a chance if you want your name read out then we will read your name out if you ask us a question there's a little incentive for Gee, you we're desperate aren't we yeah we're very desperate we have to start making up fake people but no in all seriousness thank you to anybody that's reached out we truly appreciate it um, we were going to list people but we just thought if we forget a few we don't mean to and we don't want to be like that so and for anyone who hasn't jump on our Instagram uh, DawsonD underscore um, give us a follow um, we're slowly trying to get some content out now aren't we mate we are mate so um, I think that's us that's us from here on in uh, we'll see you next week or we'll speak to you next week